Attack life, not others, with Tim Hoover and Steve Mittman. Back at the show today, we have Master Tim Hawk. This will be your 60th year, Master Hawk, training in the martial arts. Yeah, since I'm about 12 years old. It's almost absurd to try and ask you to summarize 60 years training in the martial arts in just a few brief minutes. That's just not a, a possibility, really. I mean, there's so many thoughts. You could write a whole book on it, probably. But That's if true. we could ask you to maybe summarize or the, the top three bullet point statements, if you will, of sure. what, what it's done for you in your life and or um, what you would tell maybe a 12-year-old, 13-year-old just starting on their martial arts journey, what they can hope to, uh, what they can expect to get out of it if they stick with it. Like you say, there's so much more than that that I could say, but um, yeah, I can easily give you a few of them. I I thought about a few of them that definitely uh, (laughs) applied to my life for sure. To start in the early 60s is is pretty unique, and to be training for 60 years, you're, you're 72 years old now, I believe, and Yes. What started this whole thing, Tim, is that um, when Cyrus, who did last week's episode, sent me an essay, and it was just incredible, some of the things he said. He's going to be a surgeon, and wow. he'd been training with me since he'd been a little boy. Now, obviously, he, didn't, he doesn't have the 60 years that you do, but he's got a, a decent history in the martial arts. He trained with me in a multiple system style, and he also uh, currently trains in jiu-jitsu. And he just mentioned, I think, three or four things that were right on um, that we can all learn from, whether you're in the martial arts or not. For those listening, episode 166, you're talking about soon-to-be Dr. Cyrus Sholivar. It's last week's show. Uh, it's titled Discipline is What Leads to Success. But you got to check it out. If you haven't listened to it, certainly listen. But also, if you check out the picture, the photo attached, there's this beautiful image of Cyrus, of course, getting his belt. But then also Tim Hawk and you, Tim, Tim Hoover, in the photo. And the photo, they say, you know, a picture is worth a thousand words. There's so much pride <laughs> and joy and just celebratory goodness coming out of that photo. So you've got to check it out. That photo just freezes. It captures a moment in time. And uh, that was when Cyrus was a little boy. And like we said, now he is uh, almost 30 years old, soon to be a surgeon. But I think it's neat because both Tim Hawk and Tim Hoover are in the photo with Cyrus. So you should check that out. But uh, anyway. Again, that's one of the cool things too, Steve. That's one of the cool things about the martial arts is you you, you tend to have a, a traditional value of, of reaching up to somebody that has more experience than you. Mm-hmm. And then you learn from that person and then you teach to others and, and they look up to you to, to, to learn the right ways. And, and it's just a, uh, it's just a cool thing. Um, and now Cyrus is off going to be a surgeon and he talks about things like in today, immediate gratification is what everybody's looking for. It's hard not to, um, have a desire for immediate gratification and, and how the martial arts is contrary to that. Uh, with dealing with repetition and perfection of skill from A to Z on the things that really um, matter and I don't believe are taught a lot today and uh, in general. Now, other martial arts schools do, I know. But, and then so it was just great to then have, you know, Master Hawk on, who is my teacher, and talk about the things that are still sticking to his ribs that he still does after 60 years of training, what is really, really most important to him that he does ritually almost every day. And uh, that's where we're at, Tim. So you yep. take it from here. 
Yeah, well, I was going to say, I do remember Cyrus as a little boy back then at your school, and it's amazing that many years have gone by already. But, um, yeah, what you gain from the martial arts, I believe, stays with you for life. I would agree with him. Um, I would say very, very high on my list is, is discipline, because without discipline, you really don't accomplish much. You know, you, you, you have to be able to uh, discipline yourself to work with whatever you're trying to um, do or excel in. And, um, you know, it, it takes time. Uh, so, yeah, I put that very, very high on the list. You know, discipline is being a quality that the martial arts will will give a person if they if they're serious. After discipline, patience is a big quality that uh, I feel comes also. Another thing that was very important and um, I feel valuable throughout life was uh, self confidence, self esteem. Uh, a lot of people start, and you know, probably me included, when you're younger, maybe you. You know, I feel insecure. You feel like there's bullies around the neighborhood, whatever, as was in in my case to some degree. And uh, you want to be able to uh, protect yourself, so you feel uh, a little bit inadequate, insecure, and that uh, you know, if a person doesn't do anything about it, that can carry through their life with them and affect what they can do, and you know, being afraid to try things and so on. But uh, but with the martial arts. You start to become aware, well, maybe, you know, I can handle myself. I can do things that I put my mind to and work with. And that does provide self-confidence, which builds a person's self-esteem. Now, of course, in the arts, we try not to <laughs> let it get uh, too egoistic. But, um, but at least if you have enough basic self-confidence and self-esteem to believe in yourself that you can do something and accomplish something, you will try it. And you will move ahead. And with the discipline and the patience that you build, there's a very good chance you'll succeed. Another one I'm thinking of for me, and I think for most people who are seriously involved in it, is the uh, physical fitness aspect. Your health, your physical fitness, you know, you build, which, of course, carries over to so many areas. But I would say from being very, very involved in doing the martial arts most of my life, I have been, you know, pretty physically fit. I would attribute a lot of it to that kind of training and working out and, you know, doing exercise. So, you know, that's definitely another benefit. Can I, can I just yeah. interrupt a second? Because I, sure. I don't want to lose a point that I have going on in my head right now. And, and for a lot of our listeners, you know, we, we seek and search for discipline. We wonder why some people have it, um, others don't. And why is it so elusive? Or the other thing is you, you get a, a, you can see an athlete or a person who is so disciplined in 90% of their endeavors and then they fall off in the last 10%, you know, where that destroys the rest of the 90% of them. You see and hear stories all the time about that. You know, and I always think about, you know, the Methodist religion and I think about how those words came together, method of discipline. That's uh -huh. where that word came from, Methodist. You have to have a method, and then you have to have a form of discipline, and that method has to be carried through from A to Z. What is it about discipline that's so hard to achieve? Now, I know the martial arts, for me, started me with a very small egg um, of that discipline. I wasn't best at school, didn't do a lot of things up until that point that I was real proud of, started the martial arts, 
started seeing a bridging program that built me up in a lot of ways that I really wasn't attentive to before that. And eventually the discipline took hold, but it wasn't right away. It, it took time. And I wanted to hear your point of view about that. Well, what comes to my mind right away, discipline, uh, it can be built. And of course, you know, depending on our background and our parents and the training we get, that can also add to, um, you know, to having that ability. But um, I would say what comes to mind is motivation and willpower. You need uh, you need the motivation to say, I really, really want to do this, and I'm willing to pay the price for it, which, you know, involves discipline, whatever it is, whether it's training in the art or whatever. And then you need to be able to keep yourself to that path, which is, which is willpower. Uh, willpower, you know, you uh, have something you want to do, want to accomplish, and you need to make yourself do it. Now, obviously... It takes time, and this can be built and developed. So maybe you can start with smaller things, and and when you accomplish them, you move to larger things. But um, but without those, um, it's it's pretty difficult. And probably in your case, whatever it was that uh, you saw in the martial arts, and whatever motivated you enough to put in the time, the effort, you know, uh, and use your discipline that, that you had to work with it. And as you know, they say, use it or lose it. As you use something, it grows, it develops, it becomes stronger. So you used it in your training in the martial arts and it became stronger. And of course it's not, once you build the, once you build a quality, it's not just limited to that particular area that you build it in. It carries over to your life. I think something just clicked, what you said is that for me, if I was going to use the word, it would be called the awakening. And, okay. and uh, you, you know, I would say that up to that point, I mean, I, I did dumb things, but not on a consistent level and not anything that was great enough that I would be inspired by my own achievement. So when, <laughs> yeah. I, when, I, when I gained my yellow belt, I reflected back on it. I thought, wow, that, that's pretty cool. Um, that's a great feeling I got. That's a great feeling of, of having that kind of success. And what happens is, as you said about family, a lot of family breeds that into their children at a very young age where they're seeing their success at six, eight, nine, 11, 16. So then as they move forward in life, it's almost automatic. But if you don't have that in your younger years, sometimes it, it takes a while to get a hold of and to recognize that you can. And it's through small mini steps and seeing that achievement and saying, wow, that feels good. I'm going to do that again and I'm going to continue to pursue it because it's working. And that's, I think that's the clicking point that you just made there for me anyway. Yes, well, it makes sense. You know, it's, it's one step at a time, like you say. And if we don't have the background that provided that, then there's a, a little bit more of an obstacle to overcome. But, uh, but we can do it. If, if we're motivated enough that we really, really decide to do it. And as I say, you know, use, use your willpower that you have as best you can and work with it. Uh, you know, it will grow and all these qualities will increase. And it, it sounds like you had that insight into it, which is good. Well, thanks again. And I appreciate everything you do and sharing with us uh, means you're still teaching us. Okay. Well, I'm glad to be able to do some of that. Thank you for listening to Attack Life, Not Others. Subscribe to our podcast. And for more on our way of life through the martial arts, go to hoovercarate.com.
This has been a Steve Mittman social media creation. Steve Mittman social media.com.